Hola, everyone. I'm Jenny Solans along with my husband, Ben. Hola, chicos. Bienvenidos a Breaking Español. Every week, we share our journey as we learn Spanish, immersing ourselves into Latin culture while raising our young son bilingual. And we hope that hearing our story inspires you to embark on your own language learning journey. ¿Están listos? Vámonos. Enjoy the show. ¿Cómo estás, Benjamín? Bien, bien, ¿y tú? Bien, bien. Hola, everyone on video. Welcome back to Breaking Espanol. And gosh, it's been a couple weeks since we've been in here. Yeah. It kind of feels good. We've been busy. busy. We've been busy. <laughs> we've been busy because we have a toddler. Yes. And I say it all the time. We have a toddler, and that should just be enough to say because... And we also both run our own businesses, so... Yeah, I just... Sometimes things can be... It's like an ebb and flow, right? Yeah, the days just go by, and I'm like, why am I so freaking tired? I'm so <laughs> tired. Like, it's a weird tired, too. It's it's not, it's like a body exhaustion tired, and I think it's just from entertaining a little human all day. And yeah. if he's having a good day, everyone's having a good day. If he's today was a, a great day. Today was a great day. He, had a, he was so happy. If he's having a bad day, we all have a bad day. So, it's been a little bit of that, but... <sighs> <laughs> I want to give a little update too. So we put Jack in bilingual school and bilingual preschool slash Montessori school, which a ton of people are familiar with this. This is like... Yeah, I'd never really... We knew nothing about Montessori preschool. And I said in my last episode that a woman came up to me, handed me her card. It was about bilingual she had a bilingual preschool really close to my work and it just kind of the cards all lined up it fell into place we put jack in two days a week and i'm happy to say he absolutely loves it and i think more than him loving it we absolutely love it it's i don't know it's just we got so lucky with it because it was scary dropping him off there but <laughs> she sends us pictures all day long and if you follow me on instagram you've seen i've just been like oversharing because it's the cutest thing seeing seeing him color and paint and mm -hmm. he plays with little Montessori toys. He's a big motor school kind of kid. So he plays with all the toys. But the best part about it all is it's a hundred percent in Spanish. That's right. And it's bilingual in the sense that the kids sometimes speak English or the teacher speaks English. But at this stage, like she just speaks Spanish to him all day long. Yep. The whole time. And And she's totally fluent and yeah, she's totally fluent. And, okay, so we were really bummed about losing Patty because I was like, who am I going to talk to in Spanish all the time? And I talk with her now, Miss mm -hmm. Tanya. I talk with her all the time in Spanish. And how is it going? It's not <laughs> <laughs> some days it goes really well, and some days I have no clue what she's saying. And, okay, what did I say the other day? Oh, no. So we went and dropped Jack off the other day, and... Ben's been doing drop-off just because he's a morning person and I'm not. And I had the day off the other day. So I went with him to drop Jack off and I stayed in the car. And the last week or the day before, she had made him a Mother's Day card. And it was so cute. It said Mama at the top. And she made his little handprint. On the inside, it said Te Amo. And he had scribbled on it. And it was the most adorable little handmade card. My first card from preschool. It was totally worth it sending him to preschool mm -hmm. just for that card. And she said from the doorway, we, I, was, I was out in the car still parked on the street, and she said, blah, 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 whatever she said. I ¿Te heard, gusta su carto? No, she said tarjeta. Oh, ¿te gusta tu tarjeta? She said tarjeta. And 
I think I mentioned I'm not a morning person. So all I heard was tarjeta. And I don't know why, but the first thing that popped in my head was, no, I didn't cut my hair. <laughs> I don't know why I was thinking scissors because the stupidest thing is I cut hair for a living. Uh-huh. I should know Corta de Bello is like haircut. Right. So I know she didn't say haircut. I don't know where my brain was. Well, but I heard tarjeta as like, what is it, tierras or? Tijera. Tijeras for Scissor. scissors or whatever. Yeah. It was so no, funny because she just kind of, you know, nodded her head and then Ben was inside and Ben said, uh, she didn't understand you, but she loved it. And she goes, oh, oh, and she goes, uh, te quiero yeah, mucho. Just, she goes, said, te quiero mucho. I just said, yeah, she loved it. Because <laughs> I, I heard what you said and was equally confused. Oh, my God. I we, got, yeah. well, I'm back in the car and I'm, or I'm sitting in the car going, and it finally clicked. And I was like, I just told her I didn't get a haircut. Like, <laughs> those moments you just feel like a complete idiot. It like, I did not. It was early. That's what, I'm just going to blame it on it. It was so early. I don't drink coffee. So there was nothing to fix in the morning, but yeah, so it was, it's been going really good. We've been there a couple weeks and I couldn't wait to tell you. So I went out to Phoenix last week. I had my, put my first house up for sale. Mm-hmm. Yay. Sold on the first day. Yeah. Love the market back. It's kicked back in Phoenix. It's a good deal. It's a little Spanish casa, mi, mi casa en Espanol or mi casa in Phoenix. And it's so cute. And I had said really early in our podcast that we never heard Spanish in Phoenix when we lived there. I lived there for 13 years. Ben was born and raised there. This was a big thing. I remember it was kind of something we talked about a lot. And we kind of said, yeah, like Phoenix didn't have for being so many um, Hispanic population. Why does no one talk, you know, speak Spanish? And I do see a lot of billboards and things like that when I live there. Mm-hmm. But I will say when I went there, a, on the flight there, I sat, a girl sat behind me and translated the whole time to another woman. And then when I got there, everyone spoke Spanish. And so I kind of am wondering if my ear was just so not in tune with Spanish that I didn't hear it all around me. And this time, I felt like I couldn't stop hearing it. Hmm. I felt like that guy, uh, <laughs> that guy Mel Gibson in um, What Women Want, that movie. And you know how he like can't stop hearing women? Yeah. I could not stop tuning in to people's conversations in Spanish. Hmm. It was almost distracting. Like when I was on the airplane, this girl, this woman who spoke solo in Espanol, she wanted to order a cab when she got to JFK mm-hmm. so that she could get to Brooklyn. And the other girl was, when I turned around, she looked Hispanic, but she spoke like you or me. Like her mm-hmm. accent was clearly... Um, oh, you know, mostly English, American accent, but she spoke amazing Spanish. And she, the whole time, was talking on the phone to someone ordering a cab and then talked to this woman. And I I couldn't stop eavesdropping. Like, I didn't want to listen. Like, yeah. I even tried reading my magazine. I tried listening. Well, I did finally put headphones in. But I, I think it's just so interesting because you, you click this new part of your brain on to, like, really tune in. And mm-hmm. I, like, couldn't stop tuning in. Yeah, I... Anywhere I'm, I hear Spanish, I instantly start trying to understand the conversation. A lot of times it just, like you said, it just pops in and you can't stop hearing it. Um, and then sometimes if they're very, uh, depending on the accent, is usually when I kind of decide whether or not I want to listen in or not. Yeah. Because sometimes you see people that are clearly like from Spain and I'm, I'm generally like more trying to you know tune in to try to understand and hear that than I am 
you know, say some construction workers or something. That was how it was with this girl. I was so fascinated by the fact that she spoke such good Spanish, but her accent wasn't like native speaker. And Mm -hmm. I think I kind of relate and that's kind of how I feel like I hope to be someday. Right? Like that you won't, you can definitely tell my mouth does not work in the way that a native Spanish speaker does. Like I, I can roll my R's and that's about the extent of it. But Mm -hmm. it actually, the way I speak will always sound very, very like, my second language or even that That's I'm not fine, native. Though. I mean, in order to really get that, we would have had to have grown up there. Yeah. And that's exactly how I feel. But I think I'm, I do, I get excited to listen to someone because like I'm like, oh. Jack growing up, learning Spanish here may not have much of an accent, if any. Yeah. Like he'll have an accent like he's from Norte de Mexico, not like he's a gringo. Right? Yeah. I mean, I guess time will tell because you don't really know because... I feel like a lot of people have accents here. No, that's what I'm saying. He'll have a Spanish accent, but not like he learned it as a second language, mm. like us. Yeah. Right? Like his mouth will make those sounds perfectly in that, in Spanish. Yeah. You, know? you shared um, a YouTube video with me this week. It was this girl, what is her name? Super Holly. Super Holly. And she, she's cute. She's bilingual. And she has a YouTube channel. I'll go check it out. I'll leave the link for you because there were some fun videos. But she was born and raised back and forth between um, the U.S. and Mexico, like quite literally every year. She jumped yeah, back she and said forth. Her dad was studying some ancient language or something. And yeah, that's why the, there not Chapultepec, areas. but it was something yeah, I like the that. Name, yeah. yeah, and so they were in some really rural areas of Mexico, and she speaks incredible spanish she's native spanish speaking white girl blonde hair blue eyes you know Mm -hmm. but speaks amazing spanish and uh that's kind of what i'm curious you know growing jack growing up speaking it from the very beginning it is it's true your mouth like adjusts to speak like that and that's why they say so young because he's just already going to hear it Mm -hmm. and he's his mouth is going to be it's a muscle trained to speak like that and yeah, and that video she posted, I thought was so, and we'll put that in the in the description as well. But it was about, like you said, her growing up. But the main message that she was getting home was, you know, here's here's me and my whole life and kind of how and why I am the way I am. But there was a moment that kind of like she really, um, kind of the peak, of, you know, the climax of the story there, which was that uh, she felt like she was, you know she was a part of Mexico. Like she was Mexican, right? Um, but there was a moment where there was something where you had to pop balloons in some field day kind of thing in elementary school. And there was some guy and, it was, and it was her in high school. In high school? And, and and they were going against each other. They were the last two. And everybody started chanting, Mexico, Mexico. And she realized they weren't chanting for her. And so it's really touching because it kind of goes to just the whole nature of like, and these are kids, right? But even kids though, are so mean. <laughs> yeah, even though she had basically, uh, you know, uh, grew up there, spoke the language perfectly, had lots of friends there, was a normal high school girl, Mexican girl, because she was from the United States and because she looked different, they still treated her differently. And how kind of crushing that was to her. Yeah, she said they were rooting, they were saying, Mexico, Mexico. And she was like, wait. That's not for me. Yeah, she realized they weren't. She's like, I thought they were going to cheer for, you know, juniors versus seniors or girl versus boy or, Mm -hmm. you know, and she's like, no, they were, they were making it about 
Mexico and the U.S. Yeah, and she yeah. was like, oh, it was crushing because then she would come home and she wouldn't necessarily feel connected with the U.S. either because she had spent so much time in Mexico. So Right. Yeah, she comes back to the U.S. and isn't, you know, like a normal yeah. person that grew up here. Another thing she said that really got me was she said when she traveled and she spent time in Mexico, she'd be wearing something she got in the U.S. or something she you know, hadn't gotten there and people were very curious and they loved to write down lyrics from songs and just from, um, English speaking songs and just have her translate them. And they were so curious about the culture. And then she would come back here and people would be like, Oh, you're new. Where'd, where'd you move from? And she'd be like, Mexico. And they'd be like, mm. <laughs> and she said there was no curiosity. Like we it, didn't. Yeah. She's like, I came across people like, why weren't they curious? Why no. didn't they care about this other culture? That was, yeah. you know, and I, for better or for worse, a lot, many, many countries are obsessed with pop culture from the United States. Well, we have a lot of pop culture too, so that makes sense. Like, right, but but I just mean you know, so it make it totally makes sense why kids in Mexico were asking her stuff about songs or whatever, yeah. whereas kids here, like, there aren't really if I, I mean if hardly any songs that are actually in spanish that are popular right like every now and then you'll see an enrique iglesias song that has like it has like a little yeah bailando or shakira or something like that that has some spanish but it's not like there is a born and raised american that speaks nothing but english listening to spanish music not not common whatsoever there probably are some people but so, yeah, so it makes sense, right? Because in other places, they're obsessed with, you know, music and movies and stuff from the United States. But, yeah, it, you know, her her broader theme there was, like, it kind of sucks that she felt like she didn't fit in, even though, you know, she she clearly was, like, in every other aspect, a normal high school girl. Yeah, yeah, I, I'll definitely include that link because it was something that was, A, really encouraging, and I got really excited thinking of, Jack having just this really easy transition from speaking Spanish to English back and forth. I just, it sounded so fluid and it was, Mm -hmm. it was, um, I was so envious of the way she spoke. Like, you know, because part of me does feel like I missed, I missed some of that and I'm not going to be able to speak like that. You know, I'm going to learn the language and I'll be able to. You know, if we were to go live somewhere for an extended period of time, but I don't know if we'll. Yeah, there's, there's still a little bit like that real training like i don't know yeah. it just the accent just sounds different but it, yeah it was really inspiring it was fun to watch and, and you know one thing that's neat about her is she does uh she like redoes the same video in spanish completely so in spanish all of her videos or i don't know most of them that i that i saw yeah there was an english version and a spanish version so yeah it's pretty cool that i mean for her on youtube i think especially that's like a cool a neat feature you know yeah no it's I think it's super cool yeah what else give us well, speaking of that, I thought it was interesting because we started watching a Spanish language Netflix show, which also had English pop music. Oh, so it kind of uh, goes on that same theme of like. Now I don't know if this is just because of how it's the configured. one we just started watching last night. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. What's it called? Uh, Los Chicas or Las Chicas? Chicas. Del, de how cable? would you the del, del cable or de yeah. cable? Mm-hmm. Cable girls. <laughs> they and Las chicas. De cable cable girls as in they work at the telephone company and they operate the switchboard. Yeah, it's like 1920s era. 19... Something like that, like late 20s. Yeah, late 20s. But the cool thing is it's in uh, Madrid mm-hmm. in uh, España and 
It was it was a cute little show. It was a period piece. We watched it first in Spanish or in English, mm-hmm. just because I don't know. We just well, like turned it. It was already in English. Yeah, and I didn't I, know it was in Spanish at all. Well, we started to realize about maybe five minutes in, a it started to get really cheesy, right? It was a little like over dramatized. It was over dramatized, yeah. and it was like da da da. And then we started to realize our mouth wasn't linked up. And I said we should switch it to Spanish because I bet you. It will sound much better in Spanish. And yeah. we did. We switched it to Spanish and it had, what did it say? It said European Spanish. Right, which means Spain. Yeah, Spain. Yeah. And then it had, we just did English subtitles and it got better. And I'm sure it got better because it didn't sound as cheesy. Yeah, it sounded more natural because it was their actual voices yeah. and it matched up. Yeah, for at first I'm like, man, the editor really blew this one. Yeah, you know, thinking weird. like oh. the, the audio was off. But no, it was like, oh, it's a different language. Yeah. And in school, like, there's a lot of, um, I mean, we always catch, a, even though, like, it might not be something you learn completely Spanish from, but it, you still catch a few little words here and there, and they have, like, signage and things throughout the show that you can catch on to and stuff, so it's always fun to watch shows in Spanish. But how weird was that? It's a period piece, super cool, like, clothes and makeup and hair, and it all fits that era, and then the music is awful. It's like... Yeah. New pop music, and I don't know if that's just what they were going for. Well, that, that's but what it was I'm wondering. weird. Like Boardwalk Empire, or was that what I'm thinking of? That where they like would use more, yeah, more right? appropriate. I don't and know, it was just it, weird. The, the it was in English. I, the thing I wonder though is if they made an edit specifically for bilingual folks or people in the United States that are watching it. You know what I mean? Like, like they use different music for different countries. Like, I wonder if we changed our settings and it was like, hey, we're in Mexico. And we watched it if they would have like different music, but it does seem odd, regardless of what language the music's in, that it's that it's not period appropriate. It's completely modern, and we're talking in the '30s, so it's kind of like this weird hybrid of like a period piece, but still modern in some way. Yeah, it was. Yeah, I mean, a decent show. Totally check it out. We'll put the link into it. It's on Netflix. Um, and it goes back to that Madrid's always the one making the movies in the series. In the Latin world. Must be the New York of and, Spain. And, for... and I guess I don't even want to consider Spain Latin because it's not. But in Latin, you know, in the Latin speaking world or Spanish speaking world, they are, you know, Madrid has to feel like New York, right? Yeah. Well, in that case, just for like filmography or filmography? Cinematography, filmography. How does that sound like the wrong word? Filmography is a thing. Oh, okay. Yeah, I don't know what the... Probably the same... I'm bilingual. I can't speak anymore. I, like, mess up every word. Now both languages are screwed. Great. They really are. Yeah. Well, do you want to take a break and come back with This Week I Learned? Do you have anything? Um, I don't. But you have something. I have a couple things. Okay. Okay. Be right back. Welcome back to This Week I Learned. And Ben says he doesn't have anything, so I will kick it off. And I think it's obvious what what I learned this week. Tijera? Tarjeta. Tarjeta. <laughs> I don't know why, but she used tarjeta for a card, mm-hmm. for like a Mother's Day card, which I thought was only meant in credit card. So 
it's good to use that. I guess I have one that that's been coming up more and more. It's not that I didn't know this, but it's um, uh, falta, which means lack of. Like I think of falta like your fault. N no, that's culpa. Oh, that's right, culpa. But like uh, le falta es like or like no me falta like uh, if you it's in conversation you hear it a lot. And, and and the idea is like it's something missing. Like oh no no no, I, like I don't want that is a way to say it. Like no me falta or whatever. And and you use it all the time. Like when you hear in TV shows and all that, and just people speaking naturally, uh, they're talking about the lack of something. It's kind of like saying no, that would be bad or not. You know, I, I don't mm. want that. And so I'm not quite sure how to use it appropriately yet. Obviously. But uh, it's one actually. After watching that show last night, it came up a lot, and I kept oh, it did? I kept noticing it. You know, when you find those new, mm -hmm. especially the ones that are um, high frequency kind of phrases, you know, this is one of those where falta is like all over the place. But yeah, but we haven't, you know, I haven't really used it much myself. So, have you ever heard someone say "con gusto"? Con gusto, like with luck. I don't know. Uh, I, I think so. Well, or, uh, with, uh, no, uh, one of my coworkers, he brought in a ton of food from the weekend to share with everyone. Mm -hmm. And I was like, Oh, muchas gracias para, you know, la comida. Mm -hmm. And he said, con gusto. Ah, sí. Yeah. Yeah. So like, I don't know. Like, like with love. Yeah. 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 He's super lovey type of guy. Yeah. Like, no, I, I get, I guess in the context, it makes sense. That's what I was thinking with yeah. context. Yeah. Cause oh, that was kind of cool. Uh, cause you can say, um, like, uh, oh, uh, me gusta, right? Like, nice to meet you. Um, mm. But you, not you, mucho gusto. You, you can say mucho gusto, and then you can say like, uh, uh, like, no, 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 el gusto es mío. Mm. The pleasure is mine. El gusto, okay. Yeah, so it's kind of you can use it in kind of different. Well, gusto is kind of one of those. It's a little hard. Yeah, yeah. right, right. It's a weird verb that you use in all different kind yeah. of contexts, and it means. Like, I like that, or like, you know, like, no, the pleasure is mine. Yeah, it's one of those one of those kind of interesting words. Hmm. All right. Well, that's it for our show today. Thanks for tuning in. And we always love sharing our Spanish journey with you. And we have a little different show for you coming up next week. So come back and check us out. Adios. Adios. Ciao. Hey, guys. Thanks for listening. You can find full show notes and images from today's episode at BreakingEspanol.com. We appreciate you listening and would love to see you back here again, so be sure to subscribe now. We have new episodes weekly. Thanks and see you next time. Adios.